What's up, family? Zach Pruitt here, and welcome to the Catalyst for Change podcast, where we help leaders lead better. I am so excited to get started with today's episode, The Art of Trust, where we will be talking about building trust in your team and customers. And man, I just hope that you are having an incredible day today. I am lounging around and taking it easy. It's an off day for me today. So I knocked out a run this morning. I'm training for a 5K at the moment and super pumped for that. And now I'm spending a little bit of time with you guys. And on today's episode, I want to talk about the art of trust. And this is something that I've recently worked on instilling into my team of direct reports because I was recently given a new management position. And so I have a new team that is reporting to me. And your team and your customers have to be able to trust you. Trust is absolutely 100% earned, and it's not quick either. The only thing quick about trust is trust that is lost, okay? You need to get that. The only thing quick about trust is trust that is lost. And as the title of this episode alludes to, there is an art to building trust. And when I say that there's an art to it, at first it can kind of sound like I'm telling you to create a, like a, a fa- like a, a, something that's an illusion that's not real. But it's actually quite the opposite. Because here's the definition of art. Art is a highly diverse range of human activities engaged in creating visual, auditory, or performed artifacts or artworks that express the author's imaginative or creative skill and are to be appreciated for their beauty or emotional power. And yeah, that's a lot. Okay. But you guys know how I like definitions. So let me explain that a little bit better. Art in its truest form is taking something that one can see or feel and creating it in such a way that causes others to appreciate it for what beauty and emotion that it provokes. Here's what I'm saying. Building trust is an art because the attributes truly are possessed by you. But now you must show that in such a way that causes everyone else to see and feel the way you do. In other words, if you are truly an honorable and respectful kind of respectable kind of person, then that's who you are. That's already within you. Now you just have to express it in such a way that truly allows everyone else to see that within you too. You have to get what is inside of you inside of them. And so there are four keys to building trust and trust, and I'm going to go over them with you and let's talk about them a little bit. So the first key to building trust is to care for your team. You've got to care for your team. There's a quote from John Maxwell, and it's something that I heard years and years ago before I was ever in any kind of leadership position or role, but it stuck with me so deeply. And that's because it's so true. In fact, I was actually in ministry school when I first heard this, and perhaps you've heard it before too, but John Maxwell said this, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Now, let that just sit there for a moment and think about it. 
Uh, I'm not sure if you've ever heard the term ruminate before. Uh, It basically means to let it sit there for a moment, then swallow it, then bring it back up again and let it sit there for a little bit longer. Now, that's definitely the polite and podcast appropriate way to explain it and say it. And if you need more explanation, just Google it, okay? But really just let that quote ruminate and get into your system. Ponder on that thought for a moment. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Here's the reality. No one, no team member, no volunteer, no customer, no one, not one person will ever care about what you have to speak into their life if they feel that you don't truly care about them and want their best interests. And if you are a leader who is trying to lead people that you don't care about, you might as well just forget it. You'll get nowhere with that. It will forever feel like you are constantly just hitting a brick wall with your people. And it's because you are. If you don't feel that you care for them, you may get, they may give you a little bit of performance so that they can get their paycheck on Friday. But if they don't feel that you care for them, they're going to give you a little bit, but that's about the extent of it. And if you want to build trust with your people, you first have to care for them. And then you have to help them realize that you care for them. They're not just going to automatically just know that you care for them on day one because you showed up and said so in your first introduction meeting, okay? It doesn't work like that. There are other ways of action that will prove to them that you care for them. Yes, consistently showing your approval and appreciation of them. Words go a long way, but there needs to be actional steps as well. My team, for instance, gets birthday cards mailed to them with a small gift. Yes, I could handle it. You know, I could just hand it to them in person and be done with that. But there's something about getting a piece of mail in in the mailbox and going out and getting it. And and you don't know who it's from. You don't know what it is. You open it. You're like, oh, wow, this is this is fun. This is exciting. Or at least that's the way it is for me. So it's totally different than me handing something to them than them getting in the mail. That, That, you know, that's just me. They get work anniversary cards in the mail, thanking them for their service to the company. I I have them complete a form every year that tells me their favorite snacks, candy, drinks, restaurants, places to shop. And at random, they may just get a little something from me as a just because. Is that coming out of my pocket? You bet it is. But my team knows that I care for them and appreciate what they do every single day. The second key is to be transparent with your team. Be transparent with your team. You know, I I am not at all the type of person that airs my dirty laundry. And I most certainly am not the type to let you know when I'm having a bad day. At least I'm not naturally like that. I could be having the worst day ever and would try my best to make sure that you would never have any way of knowing that. But I'm working on that because if you're not careful You can be so much that type of way that people can't read you. And it's almost as if they don't know the real and authentic you. So sometimes, not most of the time or all of the time, but sometimes it's okay to just be blunt with them 
and be like, you know, honestly, I'm just straight up not feeling it today. I'm not having a good day, to be honest. Or perhaps if a team member is sharing with you something that they're going through at the moment, to be able to sympathize and empathize with them and let them know that you understand. Maybe share with them a similar situation that you've been through that may help encourage them and just help them realize and understand that they're not on their own. This is definitely something that there is a balance to, okay? And as a leader, you will learn what that balance is. But the natural instinct for most leaders is to show absolutely no emotion and to never let anything show. And that's not good for you or your team. So, so far, the first key is we've got to care for our team. And then the second one is that we need to be transparent with our team. The third key is this, write this down, I hope you are, is to own your mistakes. A leader with the inability to ever admit and own their own mistakes is one that is nearly impossible to work for and most certainly will never get the full trust of their team. And that's just a fact, Jack, okay? I don't know if you've ever heard that saying, but that is just a fact, Jack, okay? While it may not always be easy to admit when you're wrong, your team will respect you as a leader so much more. They will respect a leader who is able to humble themselves and agree that they were wrong. This can even go back to the previous point of being transparent. Every single one of us are flesh and bone. We are 100% human. And that means that we are not only capable of making mistakes, but that we actively make them. Guaranteed. And so instead of going around acting as if you don't make mistakes, just own them. And here's the thing. Do you really think that your team doesn't already know your mistakes? I mean, really. Newsflash. They most definitely know your mistakes. But because you won't admit them, everyone is just walking around having to act like you don't make them even though everyone already knows you do. That's way too exhausting, okay? Just own your mistakes. And then what? Number four, learn and grow from your mistakes. Good leaders reflect on decisions they have made and learn from their mistakes. They pinpoint where they went wrong in order to make sure they never make that mistake again. It's okay to mess up. Are you kidding me? But just be smart enough to not do it again. Okay? And as I said, your team will respect you and begin to trust you all the more when they know you consistently own your mistakes and also learn and grow for them. One thing that I, that I say is this. I don't expect perfection out of anyone, but I do expect that they are consistently becoming a better version of themselves. If you're not consistently and constantly evolving into a better version of who you already are, then that just means you're not growing. You're stuck at status quo, just like we talked about last week. And being in that spot isn't beneficial to you or to anyone else around you. So build that trust with your team. And you can do that by caring for them being transparent with them, owning your mistakes and learning and growing from your mistakes. And a team that is built on trust 
will be a team that is able to navigate anything together and will absolutely do whatever it takes to get the job done effectively and efficiently. And it's a team that will be loyal to you as their leader and will trust that you are making the best decision for them and the organization. All right, family, that's about all that I have for you today. But for this week's segment of what I'm reading, I am now on the last half of The Self-Aware Leader by John Maxwell. Uh, I should be finishing that up within the next couple of days, and I'll be ready to start the next book on my list for 2022. So I am super pumped for that. Uh, once again, I'll show an, uh, I'll throw an Amazon link to the book in the show notes. And if you have some book, book suggestions for me, feel free to shoot them my way. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Zach underscore Pruitt and Twitter at Zach underscore Pruitt 96. All that info and more is at ZachPruitt.com. If you would, please be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button to stay up to date with all new episodes and be sure to rate as well. That helps more than you know. I hope that you have an incredible day and week. My name is Zach and this is the Catalyst for Change podcast where we help leaders lead better. Okay.